right, welcome to After Supper. Woo! We got my boy Phil O'Reilly here. Hello, everyone. Um, and this is actually a first for us um, because this is technically the During Supper podcast because I'm eating right now. Oh, you are? Oh, well. Cheater. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I already ate uh, at regular time. Um, Same. You're, uh, you're, you're doing, like, the college eating. You know how, like, there's, like, old people eating at, like, 4 p.m., then there's regular eating at, like, 6, and then in college you didn't eat dinner until, like, 8 p.m.? <laughs> yep. I, um, Larissa had a, an appointment. She was getting cupping done to her back. You know what oh, cupping sure. is? Yeah, they, like, they heat it up and then they, like, suck up the skin into the cup and then it, like... Yeah. Releases like the thing. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. So she was doing that. So um I was whipping up some din din and uh took a little longer than I anticipated. It's uh I made some breaded pork chops mm. um mm. with some cornflake breading, breadcrumbs. Oh wow dude. Nice. And it's quite tasty. Kev's I, kitchen over there, dude. Yeah. I've been uh I've been watching a lot of um, Gordon Ramsay since the panda <laughs> started. <laughs> so did you just cuss and speak with a British accent while you were making the the, the yeah, or just yelling at myself? Yeah, just like it's fucking this, raw. This is shit. Yeah, this pork yeah. is fucking raw. What are you, an idiot sandwich? That's my favorite one. <laughs> yeah, there's well, a really great uh, a really great compilation video you can find online of how gordon ramsay talks to adults versus how gordon ramsay talks to kids <laughs> and it's like all the kids because he had like the master chef junior i don't know if you ever watched that but it's like kid you know kids cooking and he's so nice and encouraging to them and then it cuts to like him just cussing out all the people on hell's kitchen and like throwing <laughs> shit and it's so funny they should do like a super cut where they like mix those two together like him screaming and then it cuts to like the children i think it'd be <laughs> That'd be good. <laughs> Any excuse to scream at a child, I suppose, right? Um, I, I, the reason I've been watching so much of him is because I found out on my smart TV there's a channel that just shows kitchen nightmares 24 hours a day. That is <laughs> bizarre. Um, there's like some weird channels that just come with your smart TV that like aren't real channels, and they're just like weird online shit. And I, they, they play like the same advertisements in the commercial breaks, like all the fucking nice. time it's very annoying but like <laughs> when i first started like when the pandemic started i was working from home and stuff and i, I was just i was sitting in the front room watching my tv while larissa took the desk because she's a designer she has she needs two monitors she's a much bigger deal than i am uh-huh so i was sitting in the front room watching tv and i just like fuck it i'll watch kitchen nightmares and i've watched like the entire series I think yeah. prob- probably twice over. <laughs> it is definitely those are like those kind of reality shows are definitely like bingeable shows. I did that once with Shark Tank. I oh, went nice. to visit my friend in Vermont and it was I went I went to Vermont in late November, which if you know anything about Vermont in late November, it's like an ice storm. Yeah, why would you uh, do that to yourself? <laughs> I, I well, it was over it was over Thanksgiving break and he had he had just moved there, so I wanted to go visit. I don't know, I just wanted to go visit, but whatever. It makes sense. Anyways, all that to say that we we must have watched at least like 20 episodes of Shark Tank and it was so funny cuz by the end of it, 
I felt like I had suddenly had like an MBA. I'm like, yeah, you know, he should do that valuation at that percentage, and you know, like that, co- <laughs> like I like I'm, like I'm a, like I'm ready to, to be an entrepreneur. Like, yeah, you got to take the deal, Cuban, <laughs> take the deal. You know? uh, but anyways, so Ted, what, what did it, you have for dinner? Yeah, I was just about to ask, what did you have for dinner? Sorry, you can host the show, Kevin. I'll shut up. Sorry. <laughs> we uh, <clears throat> we had Indian food from Namaste. Oh. Had some uh, samosas, some tikka masala. Oh. What else Dude. do we have? It's pretty tasty. That is, that is, you guys are high class over here, man. I I didn't know, uh, I didn't know you guys went so hard over here. Would you guys, would you have, fella, a Happy Meal or something? No, no. Uh, <laughs> I haven't had a Happy Meal since I, uh, since Gordon Ramsay and I cussed out some children and took their. <laughs> no, uh, I, uh, we had. Chicken thighs, um, I uh, uh, Caesar salad and uh, those like Orida frozen French fries. You just like throw them on a pan in the oven. Yeah, I we eat those all the fucking time. The, the crinkle cut ones. Yeah, uh, but the chicken thighs we have. My mom found this uh, like it's not barbecue sauce. It's like chicken sauce, so it tastes kind of a little. Uh, it's got a little bit of a tang to it. It's like an orange sauce. It's really nice. Oh, nice. Um, it's made by Sweet Baby Ray's same company. But, oh, well, then um, it's definitely gold. Cause oh, God, yeah. Goddamn. Yeah, we need to put – you know what? That's the next step for you guys is to get some food endorsements on this show. Yeah, for real. <laughs> uh, you, need, you, like, take a little ad break for certain foods. That would be great. Um uh, by the way, Ken, you know I always thought it'd be good if like if they had an Indian restaurant, but it was like drive through. It could be like instead of Namaste, it'd be Namaste Go. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, wouldn't that be great? <laughs> Screw you, Ken. That was a good bit. That was I love a really it, dude. Good bit. You know what? You should. Uh, you should get on that. Freaking puddle of mud over here is trying to <laughs> tell me what's funny and what's not. <clears throat> Yeah, shit, some things happened since last time we did one of these. Last time we did yeah. one of these was um, right before my birthday. So I hope uh, – do I sound older? I don't know. Am I – Yeah, I'm – you always – you're getting a little more mature every time I talk to you. So, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no, we uh, – so, yeah, shit. Like, I guess just a quick catch-up. So we uh, – Guardrail all went on a little camping trip together for my birthday. It was a lot of fucking fun. Um, I know we talked about buying tents on the last episode and when I asked for suggestions of shit to talk about today, uh, my buddy Kev Williams said, you should 100% talk about tents again because <laughs> we spent like a whole episode talking about what, what tents to buy for our camping trip. Um, yeah, we, we figured out Ken's tent fiasco. He ended up with the same exact tent that I own, so fucking Perfect. twinning yeah how about that uh, and then yeah we had a lot of fun and uh and then shortly after that uh million reasons had a little bit of announcement you wanted to you want to you want to I, I, I that's it that's not in my sense <laughs> you want to 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 find her you know what i'll do the announcement so no go ahead <laughs> So, uh, Million Reasons, uh, quote unquote, signed a deal with Pavement Entertainment. And I'm just going to 
pull the roster up so I don't butcher it. So you're doing a Lollapalooza-like tour with the following bands. <laughs> Not at all, but let's see. So Candlebox is on there, Puddle of Mud, Hell Power yeah. Man 5000, <laughs> yes. Dishwalla, uh, the Soil, Black, right. Ti- Black Tide. Oh, Black Tide's good. Uh, yeah. Those are the big names. So we, we got right an artist artist partnership, which is um, not a record deal per se, but we basically are teaming up with them to put out our next album. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like a 50-50 we go at it together. Right. And That's super cool. And if the the album or the sales or whatever they're, I guess, measuring like success <laughs> yeah uh, if it does well then there's a uh there's potential for them to just help us do everything next time so we could possibly get a even shower yes wow even shampoo <laughs> that's great but hey, that, that hey, was awesome hey pavement get my back <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah um, so, so you're on you're on the you're on the label with all of uh, Metallica's opening bands from the Load Reload tour. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, I know that that's not true, but at the same time, it kind of is. Could, that yeah. that list, all of those bands, that's basically when they would have opened for Metallica. And... <laughs> yeah. Um, right on. So I think. Uh... Yeah, most of the bands on their roster lean very much like, I don't know, kind of towards new metal, hard rock. Sure. Can- Candlebox Candle is straight up 90s alternative. They're, yeah. They're old school. But uh, I think they decided to take us on because we do sound a bit different from most of their current artists. Uh-huh. Yeah. So hopefully that work that works out for him and us, of course. Sure. But yeah. You're you're like it'll work out for us. Hopefully it works out for them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll be fine. I'm not so sure about puddle of mud, but we'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I need it right. <laughs> I don't I'm like like ah uh, shit. That cover video. Yeah. Oh I'll yeah! Just, I'll just mention it. I won't say anything because I don't know if I'm allowed to anymore. <laughs> if they find they find me, this this episode gets gets Ken dropped. Not not TMR, but just Ken just gets me. dropped from, from the label. Yeah. Well, I have no affiliation with that, so I'll I'll talk about it. There it's, you go. Um, now nah, it's it's kind of old news now at this point, but yeah, that was uh that was a very interesting video. If uh if you guys. I looking for to search puddle of mud covering Nirvana, and uh, oh, you'll yeah. find it because it's <laughs> <laughs> you'll find it and about thirty-seven <laughs> other like memed out uh, videos too. Did you see the one where like every time he hits a high note, his head it expands? Down. <laughs> yeah, and it, and it slows down. <laughs> oh my! Yeah. I feel bad for man. Like I know I don't know I don't know much about puddle of mud, but I. I've been there before where, like, your voice is fried and, like, you, you still got to sing the song. Because I – other people posted videos of him doing it and, like, doing it well. So it, yeah. it's, it's obviously a bad performance. It's just unfortunate that 
Like, it's Sirius XM, so it's like, dude, it's not like a live gig. Like, how many takes? You could have done another, like, <laughs> take or two on that, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, take, or been like, hey, say, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, or pick any other Nirvana song or say, hey, boys, let's drop the key down or something. I don't know. You yeah. know how Wes talks oh. to the rest of the Puddle of Mud guys. Hey, boys. <laughs> I saw them one time at, like, the Q101 Jamboree. That sounds right. And uh, they were okay, I guess. They weren't amazing or anything like that, but, like, they played okay. But They, they played at, like, 6 p.m., so, like, it was still super bright out. And yeah. um, at the end of their set... Uh, he smashed his guitar and like no one really cheered for it. They were just kind of like, the fuck? And then um, <laughs> they walked off stage to the Richard Cheese version of She Fucking Hates Me. And it was, what yeah, a show. it was, it's I was like, just like, what just happened? <laughs> like, it's like, it's like when, it's like when Pete Townsend of the who does it, smashes his guitar, the crowd goes nuts. But like <laughs> when Wes does it, everybody's like, it's like your uncle throwing a fit at Thanksgiving and everybody's like, okay, all right. <laughs> yeah. All right, buddy, come on. Like, like his security people come out and they're like, okay, bud, come on, come on. And he's like, no, I got to smash his guitar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah, so shit, that's, uh, that's TMR's news, and then last week, uh, Guardrail announced we signed with Open Your Ears Records, and and our first single's out now, EP's coming out, I guess I could say the end of this month now, because it's September already, um, and yeah. We're currently at there you go nine hundred sixty streams. Oh, you're about oh, to cross fuck. the barrier, cross the threshold. Yeah. I was wondering, does that mean we went platinum? Is that what that means? Hmm. No. In record I think, talk, I think you have to. Uh, I think you have to hit. I think now to have a platinum single for streams, I think it's like a hundred million. All right, well we're almost there then. Yeah, you're on your way. Yeah. Yeah. Another couple days. We'll Another couple of days. Yeah. We'll be there. <laughs> so the only the only reason I know that is because uh, John Mayer's current single that's or out that was out like a couple of years ago went double platinum and it has over two hundred million streams. So I think it's like I think you have to hit like a hundred mil or something like that to get. I don't know. Don't quote me on that, but uh, I'm quoting you. I already did. All right, that's fine. It's been quoted. <laughs> You've been quoted. You can yeah. you can you can title the the name of this episode. Uh, you've been quoted. Uh, <laughs> I will. All I'll right, write that down. Um, yeah, so that was that was cool. That's something that's been in the works for a long time. And uh, yeah, who, who do you got on your label with you, man? With uh, Guardrail, um, Saliva, Sons of Texas, <laughs> the uh, Texas Hippie Coalition. Uh, Texas, uh, yeah, Texas Hippie <laughs> Coalition, uh, Black Veil Brides. Uh, I don't know. I was just trying that, trying to throw some out there. <clears throat> um. Yeah, no, I know. I was trying to think of something too, and I just I didn't think of anything. 
It's okay. <laughs> it's been a it's been a busy couple of days. I've uh, who's on there? It's been a it's been a busy damn weekend. Um, yeah, the the actual actual bands that are on the label are uh, House and Home, um, Flight Club, Club, yeah. and uh, Ken's really excited about them. <laughs> and, uh, what's the other one? It, it's a C. Something about a storm. Sea of Sea Sea of Storms, I think. Right. Yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah. Yeah. I just, yeah. I uh, I checked out all of those bands today. I had checked out House and Home recently because they put out a record right when the pandy started. So I checked it out, and the same guy that mixed and mastered their record did ours too so i was like all right oh, nice. yeah let's so when they were we were talking with the label about you know who who they wanted to mix and master it they're like you know we have a guy he's really good you know if 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 you don't like it we don't have to go with it but um you know i think it's worth a shot so we're like yeah sure why not and we, i listened to the house and home record i'm like yeah it sounds great so and he did a great job the guy's name is will beasley will beasley any relation to Pam Beasley from The Office? Um, Alyssa also said if you reverse it, it's um, it's um, it, uh, Weasley, like fucking yeah, Bill Weasley, yeah. yeah, Bill Weasley, Weasley. Bill, we- Bill Weasley, the oldest Weasley brother. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, some good shit happening. That's great, guys. I. Uh, recently, uh, I've got a second interview for a janitor job at a library. Yes. Bravo. I'll be appearing alongside other people like library clerk Patricia, uh, <laughs> and, uh, Peter, my boss, and, um, uh, Oddly enough, the uh, bass player for Weezer, weirdly enough, but that, I guess you have to get extra, extra dough when you're off tour. I don't know. <laughs> a second interview for a job like that seems kind of excessive. I know. It is kind of strange. It's, uh, it's for the public library, and God, I really don't want to spend a lot of time on this, but the gist is that they, uh, I just needed a part-time gig. And when I sent in my resume, I had to send in like a resume and cover letter and everything. I'm like, I don't mean to be a, like an asshole here, but it is a custodial job. And he was like, he was like, uh, he's like, yeah, you're uh, kind of overqualified for this, aren't you? Cause I mean, I, I just recently gave up a career in social work and stuff. So, um, I hope that doesn't make me sound like a dick. It's okay if it does. You can put in like a booing sound effect. Here if you want. <laughs> um, but anyway, but anyways, uh, uh, yeah. So it looks like we all have great things going on right now. All equally great. <laughs> I, I was thinking. I, I just keep thinking of uh, Step Brothers when they wore tuxedos to their interviews to be janitors. She's like, <laughs> yeah. you wore tuxedos to a job interview where the job is cleaning bathrooms. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I won't be doing that, but, uh, yeah. That's... <laughs> and then they're like, do we get any sort of souvenir? <laughs> <laughs> I think I can help out with the Pam Pan debacle. <laughs> I have such a vivid memory of watching that movie at, like, four in the morning at, at, at NIU uh, when I was there. Uh, like, we that was, like, one of the first times I pulled, like, an all-nighter. 
we were playing video games and we decided to go to Steak and Shake and then the Walmart in town was open 24 hours so we went and bought Step Brothers, came back at like 4 in the morning and it wasn't on a weekend either. This was like a Tuesday and I definitely had an 8, <laughs> a, I definitely had an 8 a.m. class. Oh, and so, shit. And so somebody's like, let's watch Step Brothers. So we watched that and then like, I'm like, well, it's 6 in the morning, I have an 8 a.m. class that I definitely have to go to uh, so I guess I'll sleep for an hour and then go, but you know, <laughs> that's college for you. I could not pull that off now at all. Shit. Oh, uh, so there is a chance that, um, I may have to step away for a second cause a buddy of mine is coming to pick up our couch cause he's taking it. Okay. Do you want Ken and I to keep talking, or do you want? Yeah, to not talking? not right this second. But he just texted and said he's on his way. I don't know how far away he lives, but uh, but yeah. So if I do have to step away and uh, and take care of that, you guys can just keep the keep the good times rolling. Okay, we will. So I I typically ask I, I shouldn't say typically I've done this once before, but. Um, I asked the public, aka my social media friends, for any suggestions for conversation topics. Uh-uh. Um, so I have a few. I, w- I already said that Kev Williams said we should talk about tents again. We covered that. Um, so one down. Um, so I, the f- first up, I don't know if you guys saw this, but um, did you guys see Machine Gun Kelly's outfit for the MTV uh, awards whoa <laughs> <laughs> i could I smell that from here uh i'm gonna i did not but i'm gonna look it up right now uh mg mgk vma that's too many <laughs> fucking his hot pink suit and oh, he nice. also dress yeah he was wearing like a this like sick ass dress I think he's kind of a douchebag, but he's a good-looking dude. I'll say that. Yeah, I'd pee in that butt. <laughs> that is, I did not expect <laughs> that to be what you would say. Remember remember at the beginning of the episode when I said that you get more and more mature every time I... I told you that's not true. <laughs> it's one, one step forward, two steps back. Uh, oh, shit. No, yeah. that's it. I mean, you know, good on him, man. I could not... I cannot pull that off in any way. Uh, I mean... Yeah, I dress him. pretty flamboyantly sometimes, but, like, I don't know, like, a, a full-on dress like that. I don't I don't know if I would have the cajones to do that, but, you know, good on him. And it, it sucks because, like, he's, of course, getting a lot of fucking, like, homophobia or some shit. Like, no, oh, you're fucking gay or whatever. And that's the he, dumbest. That's But so I will stupid. say, it's so wild that that happens in this day and age. But he did post a video uh, where he's just like, everyone who's giving me shit, you just, just, all you have to say is, you're mad. You're just mad. <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was it. We were, I was talking with some of my friends about, about it today because they were just like, damn, look at his outfit. And then they they sent that video of, of him saying that and they're just like he's he's dating Megan Fox so it's just like I was like he could wear a goddamn baby bonnet and a diaper for all I care if he's like if, he, <laughs> if that guy if that got Megan Fox that got Megan Fox 
Yeah, he's doing all right. Uh, yeah. He's doing all right for himself. I'll say that. Um, yeah, I was. I mean, you know, I, I always think that that men that go to that like you look gay, man. I, I mean, that's just you know, that's just insecurity on their part. They're, I know, right? They they are saying that because they couldn't. They would not have the cojones, as you said, to uh, <clears throat> wear a, uh, an outfit like that. Um, the only thing that's goofy, I think, is the necklace he's got on. But I mean, <laughs> you know, it's—I don't think it looks gay, but it's just like kind of goofy looking. That's all. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They just... And the shoe and the shoes are like pointed at the end. They're like dress shoes, but they have like a—they po- come to like oh, a yeah. point, like a boot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I thought I thought he looked good. All all the haters are just mad they can't slay like that, you know. <laughs> that's I think that's what it is. <laughs> well, guys, that's uh, three fashion icons of Chicago. The three of us talking about <laughs> a, a fellow fashion icon, Machine Gun. Exactly, Kelly. exactly. <laughs> um, so that th- this it's leading me into this question that I have um, from my friend Katie. Um, she asked, because Megan Fox, I don't know if you know that she has toe thumbs. Yes. Yes. Um, so yes. my friend Katie asked, are toe thumbs punk? Punk? Mm, interesting. <laughs> I don't quite understand the question, but. No. Yeah, me neither, me, <laughs> me neither, but just, um, well. I mean, are they rebelling? Let's... Yeah, let's let's do this. The other toes. Ma- yeah, maybe they're just like punk- fuck you. I want to be the, the toe right. of the hand. Well, you know, punk rock is full of is is rebellion, and you know, toe thumbs are not typically the normal looking thumbs. So, sure, they're going against the norm. They're, uh, you know, it's a it's one of those uh, unused lines in the song "Minority" by Green Day. He's you know. He says that uh, he talks about toe thumbs in that hidden verse that you don't hear about. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I think of punk rock for sure. I, yeah, I, 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 I think mis- so. I definitely misspoke, but I guess it makes sense. She has a <laughs> an extra toe up on her hand. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Bad, I mean, bad toes I, trying to get away from the other toes. Are both are both are both thumbs <laughs> or toe the thumbs or the, is it just one? Uh, her both her thumbs are like that, but um, I, the way I see it, the way it, you know, can you you brought up like oh they're rebelling because they don't want to be fingers. I feel like they're not they're not conforming to society's view of what a finger should look like because you know all the other fingers on the hand they're just some they're just stupid conformists, you know. I mean, obviously, it set her back from being attractive and oh having a successful career. <laughs> I mean, clear, clearly, clearly, it's made it super. Oh my gosh! If you if you type in Megan Fox toe thumb, there's one there's one person who edited a picture to make it look like her nose is a toe. Oh my thumb. god! I just sent that to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's ridiculous. Uh, well, you know, I need to see this. Some people like to dress, dress in all pink. Some people have toe thumbs, you know, celebrities are just like us, folks. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's awful. (laughs) It's terrifying. That is awful. I'm saving that. That's my new phone wallpaper. (laughs) I'm pretty sure. 
I'm pretty sure that's the next guardrail sticker right there. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah, our, our full length next year is going to be called Toe Thumbs. I love it. Okay, so I, next question. Um, my buddy Mike Howell asked, uh, what was your your AIM screen name from back in the day? I think it, I think mine was like JRK music or something like that. Jerk music? Yeah. Yeah, because he makes music to jerk to, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like the very first attempt at music for me was with my buddy Ryan and John. Ah, JRK so. music. Got it. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. Excellent, excellent. And I can't remember if that turned in the mandatory option or not, or if that was like the start. I think, I think kind of, because it was, it was you three guys, and then, and then John went his separate way, and then you guys played at like a church function or something, and then like right after that, I joined the band, and we jammed like once or twice with Gary on drums and then oh, yeah. and then he left when you guys Good played times. the church when you guys yeah. played the church did you start off by saying this is music to jerk by <laughs> and all the priests were like fuck yeah dude C- commit oh, sin <laughs> I, I remember playing show we used to play all the time <coughs> well what just happened your I think cough. your cough, your yeah. cough, or at least an EMP that like <laughs> fried the system. I don't know what that was. But. We we used to we used to play this show all the time in, the, in this uh, church basement by our place out in Schaumburg, and we we play there like probably every other month. Um, can you remember the name of the church? Saint Marceline's. Yes, yes. We'd play there all the time, and uh, we played this show once where we had this like this like metalcore band on or whatever and mm. it was the the band that our singer ryan drummed for i i believe he drummed for no he didn't drum for them play guitar but he uh they had a song where the the main like line the main hook or whatever was kiss the curb motherfucker and uh the one rule of playing in that church was like you no know, cussing sure and they told him like yo when you do that, you can't say motherfucker. Makes sense. And he just definitely just did. <laughs> uh, Larissa's behind me, and they're all they're waving at her. <laughs> but uh, yeah, good times. So remember, the, there was one show too. We played uh, dressed like nuns. Oh yeah, nice. For the, Halloween, uh, the church members loved it. I'm yeah. sure they did. Those boys and their rock music. Look at them. They're dressed like nuns. <laughs> They're coming like to hell. Too. Did did any of the did any of them say that you looked gay? For uh, dressing <laughs> like women? They probably thought it. I'm sure the, yeah, they probably the priest did. wanted it hard. Oh my god. <laughs> Good we, lord. We were too okay. old. We were too old. Oh my gosh. What's the next question? What's the next question? <laughs> The next question is... Our Comments bir- on the pedophilia. In the-, <laughs> the, ne- the next question is, uh, are birds real? <laughs> uh, I mean, as far as I know, yeah. Yes. Yeah, 
I think so. <laughs> Our uh, general consensus is yeah. I, I mean, mean, is any of this real? You know, like uh, <laughs> Jim Jeffries has a really funny bit that he talks about where he says there's absolutely he goes on this big rant about um, gun control and stuff at one of his shows. It's really funny. Yeah. And at the at the end, he's like, he's like, you know, there's no way for me to prove that I'm not in a padded cell somewhere screaming in a corner about how you need to regulate assault rifles. And it's totally true. I can just, <laughs> yeah. I, there's no way for me to prove right now that I, I mean, I could be doing this podcast, but I could be in a padded cell somewhere and there's no way for me to know that. You're just like screaming at the wall. Like yeah. supper, supper. I had birds chicken. are real. Birds <laughs> are real. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Birds are real. <laughs> <Larissa> just vape, <laughs> vaped at me and Ken just coughed. <laughs> Oh shit! Um, <clears throat> yeah, uh, that's wow. that's it. I don't know that birds are real, but I also don't know that they're not. So I'm no expert on bird reality. So I guess we should just move on to the or next bird law. <laughs> um, <laughs> next question. Uh, uh, my boy Jay asks, uh, "What are, what's your favorite brand of bar soap?" <laughs> Uh, Gotta go lever. with the classic, right? The jail cell bar soap. <laughs> lever, lever two thousand. I like lever bar soap. A bar soap makes me feel weird. I don't. I don't really like it. Me neither. Yeah, I don't use bar soap, but um, I'd say I, I'd say Dove is nice too. I get that Dove for men, you know, because I'm not the kind of guy who wears pink. You know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, and because because. When people look at me, they think masculinity, and uh, <laughs> so so I got dubbed for men. But right now, I'm just using the old uh, the old gel. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. A, I was a dove person. I was I was a beautiful little dove. <laughs> I was a uh, some Irish I was all about spring. the I was all about the old spice. Um, then eventually, the fucking deodorant started like burning my underarm. So I stopped using Old Spice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it burned your underarm. Yeah, it almost gave me like it, it was almost like a like a, a mild sunburned or something like that. It was like it made my skin peel a little bit, just like under my arm. Like the fuck. And then I googled it, and they're like, "Yeah, this has apparently been happening to people lately." And there was like pictures of really bad instances where it's like, "Oh Jesus." And I was like, "Well, I'm gonna stop using that." And I I haven't been able to find something that works like like it did before it hurt me. Were you guys in? Because we're around the same age, but like in in high school, was was like Axe body spray really popular for you guys? Like in the locker room too, just like it yeah. was at our, my school. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really like, use it, but no, me neither. <laughs> like, yeah. like we we had a we had you know there'd be the guy the 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 douche who would like you know they'd empty an entire bottle of Axe on your gym clothes <laughs> so you'd like smell like it that never happened to me but you know it was like i i i always wondered like did people still use axe body spray is that still a thing and was it ever something that was attractive to a woman (laughs) yeah i don't i don't know i think it was just like it was like a weird like male thing it was just like i smell smellier than you and then it's like no i'm i smell smellier than you yeah it was like uh (laughs) <laughs> no. no. 
Oh, I I totally just realized that we like kind of skipped a bit of a because we we ended up asking what's your what was your aim screen name and we ended up at pedophilia. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I tried to push this way past that. <laughs> Phil, what was what was yours? Do you remember? Oh, so it's kind of funny. I never actually had aim. We, I never got like I was never allowed to do any of that stuff when You're I was like, a kid. I wrote letters. I, I wrote, I wrote, dearest, dearest <laughs> Kenneth. It has been a fortnight since <laughs> our last correspondence. Uh, no, but I, uh, I had a friend of mine who had a, uh, his aim was uh, Gamerman ten fourteen. And he wanted to, and I tried to ask why he, I asked him why, I didn't try to ask. I tried to ask, but the words wouldn't come out. No, I definitely asked, <laughs> I definitely asked him why. And he was trying to explain that, like, um, you know, that he was this big gamer, but he didn't have a video game system or anything. And I was like, dude, what is, like, why? why? But I guess video games are a cool thing, I don't know. But. He's just like, bro, I just fucking, I game, dude. You ever play Monopoly, son? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You ever you ever play Monopoly, bro? You ever, you ever do checkers? I'm huge on Boggle, bro. Don't get Boggle. me started on Boggle. It's fun getting into trouble, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> my, my first one was uh, KK Turtle Dude. Because I really like turtles. That's... It's just been my favorite animal, basically. I so, like turtles. <clears throat> I like turtles. turtles. There, it might have been a number at the end, probably sixty-nine. But <laughs> that sounds right. That <laughs> no, seems not on... not then. I was like nine, <laughs> but or ten. No, it's, that still seems on brand, though. I, I don't know. Yeah, and then eventually I ditched. I think once I got to high school, I ditched that one, and I <clears throat> well, we started mandatory option. Mm. Um, mine was M O Baseman eighty-nine. And, Mo uh, Baseman. Yeah, but, like, if I didn't capitalize the M and capitalize the O and leave the rest lowercase, it looked like Mob Ass Man. Nice. So. Same thing. I had, yeah. Uh, but but I, I had well, pe- so many people ask me, like, Mob Ass Man? And I was just like, no, it's Mo Baseman because I play bass and M-O is mandatory options. But I had to explain it every fucking time. Uh, and there was one time I was at the bank and he was asking me some information because I was opening a different type of account or something or, or it was when I was go, I was, I was right after high school and I was going to college. And so they were going to open it up like a college student bank account. And mm-hmm. he's like, all right, let me make sure all your information is here. Um, so this is your name is your address, uh, is your email address still, um, um, uh, mob ass man. 89 I just said yes <laughs> yes I'm still in it I'm still in the mob and I'm still an ass man and then I was just like I had to change that shit so then I cha- and now I have one that's just my name and the number one because someone else took my name uh, at gmail so it's like you know but yeah I guess we'll move on to the next question since we we came back around um uh, this is actually less questions so um uh, our our boy Zach uh, asks what our favorite type of underwear is. Like, uh, like brand or types. style? Brand, yeah. style, color, cut. You got it. All right. Whatever you want. Uh, Hanes boxer briefs, uh, three colors, dark blue, gray, 
and black. <laughs> Are they stripes? Is it like nope. striped? Those three nope, colors? Nope, they're just three three different solid colors. <laughs> yeah. Uh, boxer briefs are the only way to go. Any any other answer yeah. is incorrect. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm incorrect. Oh, Ken, you got a. Oh, fucking, what do you? It's got a G string. I mean, if, sorry. Well, okay. Thong, the G the G right. stands for guardrail. <laughs> thong rail. When I <laughs> thong rail. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but when I well. Most of the time, I just wear boxers because I hate feeling restricted. Well, sure. I mean, it's kind of hard to contain all that, you know? Yeah, I know. But if I know I'm, like, walking around <laughs> a ton that day or, like, exercising or just moving a ton, I will wear boxer briefs. Fruit of yeah, the you can't be, can't be swinging too much, you know? <laughs> if you're moving a lot. <laughs> if you'll be swinging too much, it'll be like a goddamn pendulum. Don't Your wanna... balls are going to be, like, bruised by the end of the yeah, day. You don't want to chafe. <laughs> yeah, that's just awful. This is the part of the episode where Kathy is rolling her eyes audibly uh, in the background. Uh, no, I, I, I just I tried to wear boxers because I wanted to be. I thought it was cool, and then I just didn't. I didn't feel enough support, so I and briefs are too restrictive. So I felt like boxer briefs were somewhere in the middle, and I've worn them ever since. Yeah, I wore boxers through like high school and shit um and then my balls finally dropped and then it was like oh i need a little did that happen did that happen later for you yes it was like 26 27 (laughs) oh yeah really (laughs) nice no but i was i was definitely a late bloomer i like my voice didn't start cracking until like junior year probably like seriously wow I i remember coming back to school junior year uh, after summer, and there's like there's kids that I just like kind of knew at school, but didn't really hang out with. Who like did I didn't see all summer, and then uh, I get back to school. And I'm like, hey, and they're like, oh shit, your voice is getting a little deeper. I'm like, fucking finally. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, uh, <laughs> I am gonna sing these punk rock songs now. Hi guys, I didn't sing back then. All the small things, <laughs> all the small things like my balls. <clears throat> All the ball things. Kind of um, sounded like uh, shit. Is it the professor from uh, Simpsons? No, you're thinking of like the teenagers, like that work at every oh, yeah, like, the, fast like, food place. Teenager. Yeah. Oh, you gotta ring that up separately or <laughs> yeah. some shit like that. Yeah. No, the professor is uh, the fucking Goyvin, yeah. Maving. Yeah. That guy. Yeah. <laughs> when we, well, I. I had my voice changed. I guess we're talking about this now. I had my voice changed uh, in like seventh grade. Uh, oh, I, I, it was funny because I took French class that year, and yeah. we had, and a lot of the, a lot of the boys in the class went through that change as well during that time. So like, we had to record ourselves talking and doing like a French phrase in, in the fall, and then we re-recorded it in the spring to see how well we had improved. And all of our voices were deeper by the spring. <laughs> it sounded like two completely different people. Nice. Uh, yeah, it was pretty funny. Man, I remember there was, uh, when I was in eighth grade, uh, there was this kid that I met at, like, this Boy Scout camp who, like, he and I just, like, vibed because we were both into, like, like punk and, like, emo music. So, like, mm. I want to say his name was, like, Adam or Alex or something like that. It was definitely, like, an A name. But, um, 
I don't know. I hung out with him a couple times and then like just never, never saw him again. <laughs> and I don't remember even what his last name was. So it's not like I can even look the kid up, but like he was cool. But in eighth grade, um, it was either right before eighth grade, or right after eighth grade. Uh, it was that summer. I went to this like this Boy Scout camp that was like a leadership training camp where you trained to be like a leader, a leader. in your, in your leader. troop. So I went there, and so I met this kid, and this kid was uh, maybe a year younger than me, and he was already, like, shaving. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I had a kid at my church that he was he had, like, a really nice-looking stash when he was in, like, fourth grade. He's like, like, it's just interesting, like, you know, kids, he, he had a deeper voice than I do now when he was, like, ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They kid, uh, they kid took me to my first, like, actual show, technically. Um, mm. I, don't, I don't really ever count this as my first show, because we didn't really, like, treat it like one. We kind of we treated it almost like a school dance, you know? You just kind of go and hang out and just talk to people and not really pay attention to what's going on. Right. Um, we went to see this band. They're, like, this screamo band, and they were called Fallacy. And I don't know even why I remember that, but... I just remember they kind of sounded like Thursday, but like screamier, and uh, that was when I was probably a freshman in high school, maybe. Mm. Uh, and then I didn't do anything else like that until we started playing shows. So like, I, I did the, we we started playing shows before I actually went to like a legit show. Yeah, man, you you were ahead of the curve. Yeah, and that, but then going to that, like, that, my first big rock show was Warped Tour, and, like, seeing how No Effects and Rise Against are, I was like, oh, I look way less cool than than they do on stage. <laughs> like, that's a, I mean, that's a, that's a tough comparison, though, man. There's not a lot of bands that look as cool as, like, Rise Against does. <laughs> I saw the Dropkick Murphys uh, at uh, Orion Fest, which was, like, Metallica's festival they had for two years. Uh, and Dropkick Murphys was on it when I went, and we got to get really close to them, and we were right next to the circle pit that was happening, and a guy tried to, like, push me into it, and he was, like, he was honestly, he was probably, like, this Alyssa's size. He was super small, and and he's trying to, he tried to, like, try to, like, ram into me and push me in, and I just, I, like, turned around and gave, I didn't move an inch, I just felt him bump into me, and I turned around and I, I like, shook my head, like, no, this isn't happening. <laughs> I, I like, I like watching that stuff happen, but I don't, I, I would never, like, participate, I don't know, I just, I, I, knowing me, I would, like, get in it and, like, roll my ankle immediately and end up on the floor with, and then just get stomped out or something, and, like, I just know that it would end poorly for me. It looks like <laughs> a, a lot of fun, but, uh, I, I just would not be able to do that <laughs> <laughs> there was this dude that my cousin used to date who he he was kind of a uh he's, a, he's just sort of a bigger guy he's just like very tall kind of kind of burly you know um, yeah you know pro- probably like could play football you know and he sure. uh he liked to go to shows and when a circle pit would start he would just dive onto the floor and start rolling like a log the opposite way that everyone was running and they would all just fall over <laughs> Oh my god. That's awful. <laughs> Hilarious. I'm like, I'm like, 
He's, like, how do you not, like, get, like, kicked in the face or, like, stepped on? He's like, dude, I'm big, dude. It's fine. <laughs> dude, I'm dude, I'm big, dude. It's fine. I need that on a shirt. I need that on a t-shirt. Dude, I'm big, dude. It's fine. Uh, they, uh... Do you guys you guys know uh, Amana Marth, the like Viking metal band from uh, Sweden? No, I know. I yeah, I saw some of them uh, at the the what was the goddamn like metal festival that happened like twice? Chicago Open Air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, saw, I saw them. There. Yeah, sure. They so they're I I like them a lot. Uh, they're they're just ridiculous. Like. All of their songs are related to Vikings. They all like dress like Vikings, and it's kind of like like um, I don't know, like melodic death metal. Like the guy sings death metal growls for sure, but like there's actual like riffs and stuff that they play behind, and it's not just like blast beat, then breakdown, then blast beat. Right. And so, anyways, so um, <laughs> not that I need to explain what melodic death metal is, but here we go. <laughs> uh, they have like Viking warships on their sets that like shoot fire and stuff. It's it's great, but anyways. Their like special thing that they do is instead of circle pits, they call they call it like 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 rowing the long boats. You know, like when you like like see a Viking ship, they have the big oars and they like it's like takes two hands to <laughs> yeah. row them. So it's you can look it up. It's everybody like sits down on the floor and they like sit next to each other and like row at the same time. It's actually pretty like cool to see. But like it's it's just kind of hilarious while like this like crazy death metal's going on. <laughs> their their lead singer, um, his name is Johan Hegg, and he's literally like six foot seven and has a massive beard and looks like he could like break your face. He's <laughs> like he's like the cool when he does like when he does his like head banging, he'll he can like windmill his beard and his hair at the same time. <laughs> That's incredible. That's talent. Yeah, That's they're great. They're great. You guys uh, keep talking. I'm going to go move this couch real quick. Okay, bye. All right. What's what's our least favorite thing about Kevin? Go. Oh, man. It's hard to choose. <laughs> what if... Uh... Jeez, poor, poor guy didn't... Poor guy didn't become a man until he was a junior in high school. That's kind of sad. <laughs> I mean, I saw it happen with my own two <laughs> eyes. I I want to know more de- I want to know more details on what that means. I saw it happen. You saw him <laughs> become a man. <laughs> uh, well, let's see. We were in the same gym class together. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, <clears throat> uh, so, what's this album that TMR is going to release with the uh, Puddle of Mud and Friends records? <laughs> uh, I, well, we're currently trying to figure that out um so we put out if not for the fire back in february and Mm. pretty much we're going to repurpose those four songs with six new songs and make it oh do like a full length yeah nice um so we're currently recording three of them right now and then we're going to record another three probably in a month or so. That's super cool, man. Yeah. I uh, I just ordered my laptop. Or I didn't order. It's on its way. Uh, my laptop that, uh, that'll have Logic on it so I can get some home recording done myself. Nice. A little, uh, little Phil O'Reilly sol- solo project uh, 
name TBD. Um, but, uh, we'll, uh, I, I don't know if I'll get, I don't know if I can get like puddle of mud to promote it for me, but, um, I swear I'll, I'll lay off the puddle of mud jokes eventually. It's just, it's just, there's, I guess I'm just jealous, but anyways. <laughs> oh no. Um, yeah. Um, I feel, I feel like the past month now. Yeah. Um, I've been super busy and haven't been able to help out with, uh, Writing tunes with you. So we were on. Oh yeah, no. Roll there, like in July. We were, yeah. we were. Uh, for those that don't know uh, uh, or or care, uh, <laughs> I I I had Ken I had Ken help me with some of my songs because Ken is a much better guitar player than oh, I am no. when it comes to lead, when it comes to lead riffs and such. So I had him help me out, um, and uh, so look for some. Uh, Ken uh, co-writing credits on some of these next Phil O'Reilly songs. Um, There's some, uh, but some jams on there. Uh, you know, what's really funny is the, the, the video, the video keeps cutting back to uh, Kevin's place with him, not there because the dog is barking yeah. and it hears the sound. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's great, man. So you'll be able to release it with these guys and they will just help you like promote it or, yeah, pretty much. Um, I mean, I hope that's what's going to happen. <laughs> That'd be really cool. Well, I mean, you know, it's not like you're locked into some sort of like crazy album deal or something like that, that like you have to, you know, you, you have to record the next seven albums with them or something crazy and make them money and whatever. Like, uh, will you like get a chance to all joking aside, like to play with some of those other bigger bands, like play shows with them and stuff since you guys are on the same label? I think so. Um, well, like once the pandemic, you know, calms down, uh, which I'm confident it will, it just depends on if it's, you know, 2021 or 2027, but, uh, you know, <laughs> I, the pandemic will calm down eventually, you know, all of those bands that you're, you're on with, you know, they play like the forge and like, uh, right. rock house and bottom lounge and all that kind of stuff. So I'm sure you'd be able to hook up with any of those venues and be able to play there. Um, the Forge, the yeah. Forge has become a pretty cool place. Um, I played there when it was Mojo's, and it was not great. Yeah. Um, but then, uh, but I've Some I've ownership. Or yeah. Something. Well, and I mean, Mojo's went under because they weren't booking like good bands, and so somebody yeah. they re, they reopened as uh, the Forge, and they're like, look, we could get all of these like kind of mid level hard rock and metal acts and like be that place for those guys when they come and do like a Chicagoland area date. And that's what they do. You know, they get, I've, I went to see kill switch engage there once and it was, it was kill switch engage and anthrax and the place was packed. I mean, it was sold out. So there was probably, yeah. I don't know, five, 600 people there. Maybe it was, it was decently packed in. So <laughs> that was a fun show. Cause uh, I, I, there was like, uh, there were, I went more for kill switch cause I mean, anthrax, whatever, but I went more for kill switch. So like right near the end of kill switches set, a fight broke out, like right by where I was standing. And I like, I like, move, I like moved away like this, like 
as the security officer reached around me to grab the two guys that were fighting and then like took them away. It was, it's kind of funny. I was like, I'm like, I'm not involved in this. I don't know what's happening. I don't know. I, I'm not involved in that. Um, but, uh, you know, these men and their testosterone, I'm, what I'm betting is one of the guys says, Hey, you'd look good in a pink dress. And then the other guy took a swing at it. You know? <laughs> that's, most yeah, that that I, I'm almost happened, yeah. like I don't know that that's true, but then again, like I'm almost certain that that's true. You know what I mean? So I just saw on WC Social's right. website, January 24th is the new metal revival. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. New metal revival 2020 in January 2021. <laughs> yeah, baby. Um, but anyway, saliva, mm-hmm. Power Man five thousand, yeah, edema. <laughs> what's it? What's edema? Oh man, uh, edema's big hit is Body Crumbles. I think. Oh no, I'm thinking of someone else. Fuck. What's the? How do you spell? Song? How do you spell edema? A D E M A. Edema, the band. Giving In's their big song. Giving In, The Way You Like It, Immortal. Dave DeRue, <laughs> Ryan Shuck, and Chris Coles. Yeah, they, they sound like an, a new metal band for sure. These guys, the names of these guys. Tim Fluck, Flucky. Yeah, definitely. They're definitely... Uh, oh, the first the first song I ever heard from them was Unstable. Uh, and it was, it was on like um, one of the Maddens. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like, right. 2003 that sounds right oh they were on the uh music as a weapon tour which is the which is the um the tour that disturbed does so yeah that makes sense they're all in that uh they're all in that group there nice so we actually actually opened for edema like uh probably seven or eight years ago at penny road pub (laughs) ah penny road pub Dude, the old... they went on so late. I Did think they? they started after midnight. Oh, God. And no one was there. Was like, uh, this is way that's... too fucking late for Adima. That's sad. That's sad, man. I mean, well, you know, I mean, unless you're like Disturbed, Limp Biscuit, Corn, maybe a couple others, like New Metal is just not, you know, stained, I guess, maybe, but like. You know, new metal kind of went the way of like the lower tier, like hair metal bands. You know, it's like it's just not as popular anymore. And yeah, you kind of see it's kind of sad when you see it like that. It's like, you know, these guys obviously, I'm sure, had some sort of success at some point. Uh, oh, their first record's a gold selling record. Um, so that's, uh, I mean, that's good for Pretty them. Good. It's just, yeah, yeah I mean, hey, whatever. I don't have a gold record. Uh, <laughs> Oh, of course, it was released in 2001, so that's like the height of the new metal era, so that makes sense. But it's just like, you know, it's sad to, it's sad to see that because you seem like, you know, I'm sure they had, I'm sure if it was 2002, they'd be able to like pack a place twice the size of Penny Road. But like, you know, why did they go on so late? Was it just because there were so many bands on the bill or something? Or Yeah, it was pretty ridiculous. Uh, there were like yeah. eight bands on the bill, and it's like that's oh, just God. too much music. If I'm, if I'm, <laughs> then if I'm, music. 
Yeah, if I'm a Dima, then I'm like, yeah, no way. Like, cut it in half at the minimum. Like, oh, yeah. I ha- that's like a mini festival at that point. Yeah. I ha- I yeah I hate that. I hate I hate bands that or shows like that where there's tons of bands. Uh, I went to see I went to see Trivium play at the House of Blues, and they had Avatar and Light the Torch. And I want to say one other band opened for them. I can't remember. I feel like there was a fourth band, and it was like, it was on like a weeknight, and I had work the next day, and Trivium didn't go on until like 10. And I was like, I know that sound, you know, whatever, but like, I don't know. It's like if you're going to start a headlining set at 10 p.m., that's kind of late if it's on a weekday, I suppose. But I don't know. I'm oh, like, yeah. I'm old now, but whatever. Uh, you know, but... uh I definitely left like 45 minutes in because I was like, I got, I got to get up for work, man. I know, super, super rock and roll, huh? <laughs> when was that show? Uh, that's a good question. I think it was at, it was in 20, the beginning of, I want to say it was the beginning of last year. Just give me one second. I'll look okay. it up. But uh, it was, it was a good, I mean, it was a good lineup. Uh oh, it was, it was two years ago actually. It was in 2018. Wow, that was 2018. It was uh, it was 2018 and October of 2018. Gotcha. They, it was a, it was a good show though. They are one of the. They're one band that I've listened to more in the past. I don't know five years than like any mm-hmm. other band. I think. Whenever, yeah. Uh, whenever that Spotify, that like Spotify end of year thing comes up, mm-hmm. I think it was last year when it was like, "What's your artist of the decade?" And they popped was, up for me, and I was like, "Yeah, that really? makes a lot of sense." <laughs> nice. Well, I mean, they're awesome. I mean, I I I've seen them three times. Uh, I saw them at Concord Music Hall with Tremonti. No, no, I I saw them twice on the the Sin in the Sentence tour. Uh, they played at the beginning uh, of the year in gotcha. Chicago, and then they played again at the end of the year. It was like two different legs of the tour, and um, uh, they um, they're great. And then I saw them at Boondocks down in uh, Springfield. My oh. friend Justin and I drove all the way down to Springfield to see him, nice. and it was cool. Um, I didn't necessarily like the clientele that's at Boondocks. No offense, but uh, it was a little. They were a little. Uh, let's just let's just say they're not voting for Joe Biden in November down there. But uh, I uh, I uh, was um, it was a great show, and we got to meet them. Uh, they're at that point they hadn't like super blown up yet because I think Sin in the Sentence kind of launched them to the front forefront of metal because it, it's such a good record. And at that point. At that point, it was only like it was literally only like thirty bucks to meet them, and I was like, "Yeah, why not? I'll just pay thirty bucks." And I've never, I had never done a meet and greet before, so I was like, "That'd be cool." And we got to take a picture with each one of the guys and just kind of hang. And um, I got to talk to Corey, the lead guitar player, for a decent amount about like his guitars and stuff. And then I had, I guess, he's like, "Oh, I haven't, I haven't seen the new, the new shirts yet. They look really cool." And he was just a cool guy, and. Um, they played a great set. Yeah, I I do enjoy their stuff a lot, and I also watch a lot of Matt's Twitch streams. 
Oh, sure. Because he's just like on that all day, every day. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, especially in, now, you got to make money somehow. I, I'm sure he makes a little bit of dough off of that. He's seen. He's like a machine. Like, um, he has a schedule for every single day of his life. And it's like, he's got to do so many hours of just vocal warming up throughout the day. Sure. So he's like, I might as well stream it (laughs) and make some money off of it, you know? Yeah. Why not? Why not? I mean, well, you know that I, I'm sure you probably know he like, he like, uh, destroyed his voice like maybe five years ago. Like he had to, he like to the point where he had to cancel the rest of the tour and like couldn't sing. Yeah. So he had to, you know, so he had to re, uh, he had to rebuild it, so I'm sure he probably has to go through that. But right after uh, making an album with David Drimmon, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And here we are back to <laughs> it. All comes for full, full circle, circle, folks. Yeah, yeah uh, you can't ever get away from Disturbed. They're everywhere. That was funny when you sent me that thing about how they're playing because we were talking about them and how they were going to do a tour with. Uh, Bad Wolves and Stained. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, which uh, obviously didn't happen, but uh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, Trivium's cool. I uh, They're definitely in my upper uh, favorites of metal bands. Um, and uh, Matt just seems like a really nice dude. So he's got huge hands. Like... <laughs> Yeah, he like like when you he, when he grips the like neck of the guitar, like his fingertips go beyond the top of the guitar. Like he's just uh, he's got like beastly hands, and um, he's I mean he can shred just like uh, Corey can, even though Corey's like the lead guitar player, he can shred yeah. just like him too. Like these, they're both really good. Whenever, whenever bands trade off solos like that, yeah, I'm just. Jaw dropped the entire time watching. Do you guys do that in TMR? No, no. You we don't, trade you off don't... solos, but not like that. <laughs> not, not not like not like Trivium does. Um, no. Yeah, I mean it is impressive. I was like a good like twin axe attack, like a twin lead kind of sound. I I always love those when bands do that or when they both oh, yeah. they both can shred. It's really cool. Um, I love when uh, I don't know if this is like metal cliche or whatever but i love when a bridge or solo section comes up uh-huh. and one guitar player plays their solo and then they both harmonize and then the other one plays their solo no like that's totally like cool that. yeah no but i know what you're saying um like uh like in um, Blackbird by Alter Bridge, like Miles takes the first solo and then Mark comes in with the second part. I mean, yeah. it is cool when they can both do that. Um, you they know, even though those two, even the, especially because yeah, they both have a uh, such distinct styles of playing. Sure, Miles is more it's like really cool. Miles grew up on like blues and jazz, and he can. I mean, he can rip, but like he, uh, but like you know, Tremonti is just like this like speed metal shredder. So. <laughs> And that is my least favorite thing about Kevin. <laughs> Welcome back, dude. God damn, that was a workout. Oh, hi, Nibs. <laughs> moving a couch? Yeah, how about that? Yeah, I'm, I was moving my buddy 
um, this morning for let's see. You just, you just picked him up and moved him somewhere <laughs> yeah, for five hours. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Ken, put me down. You're like, no, I want to carry you some more. <laughs> it's been five hours. Yeah, that was just it was just getting it getting that couch out of like my front hallway into like the the like main lobby hallway was just rough, but we did it. I'm sweating a little bit. <laughs> Bless you. Nice. Thanks. <laughs> but yeah, that was my workout for the week. Nice. We were talking about um we were talking about new metal. And we were talking about uh, edema. The uh, oh yes, the, uh, Baker Bakersfield, California's favorite sons, edema. You'll have to uh, go back. They have a new the they podcast have... to listen to it, Kevin. Uh, I guess. They have I a... guess so. I'll be editing <laughs> I mean, or... this anyway. So yeah, it's all going to get cut out, folks. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, they have a... a new. They have a new lead singer named Ryan Shuck. That's Shuck sounds made up. Shuck like like. Uh, okay. I don't know. I'm I'm on Wikipedia right now, so I'm looking at their page. Uh, they, they. Uh... Oh, he was the guitar player for Chester Bennington's side project. Oh well, now I'm sold. Oh, I'm sold. Um, I'm sold on Chuck. That's for sure. Was he in? Uh, he was in Dead by, Dead by Dead, Sunrise. Dead by Sunrise. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, apparently, he was the guitar player and backing vocalist for that band. Cute. Um, and, and now he he, was... he stepped up to lead vocalist. Yeah, now he's like, now he's like, step aside. I'm going for edema now. <laughs> what does edema mean? I wonder. Probably something offensive. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I've just been saying it over and over, and it's probably some sort of like, like curse word in Portuguese. <laughs> they'll they'll or appear in your bedroom and start playing, and you're like, no, please. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Did you t- did you tell him about that time we kind of played with edema? Yeah. Well, Adima, uh, Adima like... spells their band. Yeah, can you shut up, Ken? Adima spells <laughs> their their band with an A, and but the word edema with an E is a condition characterized by an excess of watery fluid collecting in the cavities or tissues of the body. Mm. So their water. So edema. Edema is watery fluid in the cavities or tissues of the body. Hell yeah. You didn't think it was going to be a biology lesson, folks, but here we are. (laughs) After supper, biology. Uh, Phil, what have you been listening Hmm. to this week? What have I been listening to this week? Um, Well, uh, I listened to... uh, I don't know. I've just been like diving headfirst into uh, '90s grunge uh, and like s- mostly the stuff from Seattle. Um, I, I've I've really grown to love it over the last like several years, but just I've just been like fully absorbing it. And a lot of the music I've been writing is like along those same lines. Foo Fighters too, um, definitely always at probably my favorite rock band like across the board, um, and. Uh, Honestly, I've been listening to a lot of Tenacious D. Nice. Uh, and I started listening to a little bit of uh, the Kyle Gas Band. Um, you know, Kyle oh, Soul yeah. Project. I don't think I've ever, I've ever like dove into that one. Uh, they're, they have a they have two records, and it's kind of interesting because it's kind of like 
it's kind of like Tenacious D light a little bit because they do kind of comedy stuff, but then they also have these like massive riffs on some of their tunes that are really great. Nice. Um, I just listened to like the top five songs that they had on Spotify, and I like they have a song called Broho that's pretty funny, and it's kind of like it's like your your girlfriend is 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 very manly but also very ladylike at the same time. <laughs> It's it's kind of fun. It's kind of funny. Um, nice. Although I would although I would not want to describe a woman as a hoe. I know that's offensive, but um, yeah, Ken. Uh, yeah, Ken. <laughs> but uh, but uh, t- you know you know how Ken, you know how Ken talks. Uh, but uh, with Tenacious D, I was just I watched several different live concerts of theirs, and there was it's fun it's fun to see them in the early 2000s like when you know the first album came out and they started getting popular because they didn't have a backing band back then it was just the two of them playing acoustic guitars and it's super cool to see the band it that way and then also see them with like the full rock band right on so anyways yeah tenacious d hell yeah what about you ken um you got a you got a pick of the week uh i would I would say us, but <laughs> he'll probably play that anyway. But um, <laughs> I'm gonna play that on like I have an episode of SOL that I'm gonna be editing this week too that I did last week. So I'll I'll play it on there. So we'll spare um, the people from hearing our song twice. Let's see. If you really um, want to hear it twice, go stream it. It's a lot tougher, especially the past like month or two i feel like a lot of bands are just like holding on to their music and not releasing it yeah but um the new there's some new seven dust songs oh that just came out um blood from a stone oh that one's nice vintage in your face that happened to me once i had kidney stones ouch oh oh boy maybe they wrote the song about it yeah, probably. <laughs> that was it. That's definitely it. That's, you know, Kevin, that's, Kevin, that's and uh, Lejean or whatever his name is, they hang out all the time. <laughs> Ke- Kev called up his buddy Clint Lowry and he's like, "Hey, dude, remember that time I remember that time I had kidney stones, dude? I just wrote your next single for you, brother." And Clint's, Clint, Clint Clint's Lowry. like, Clint's like, Kev, you son of a bitch, you did it again. Clint just starts <laughs> dropping some nasty riffs right after he hears the story. Some, he dropped riffs as nasty as the stones that Kev passed, dude. I mean, it's just... It is just... They made you this throw it, up. It made, you, it made you throw up, dude. <laughs> this song's so good, it's going to make you throw up. That's, that's I think, what, what we need to aim for for our next record. Perfect. Hey, by, by the way, you definitely should have a tribute by Tenacious D as the outro to this episode, but I'm just saying... Just a suggestion. If you don't want to. It's well, okay. what have I been listening to? I do know that, um, I think if, if I was to say my pick, uh, Bouncing Souls announced a, like, a reimagined record. Oh. Which is very interesting for, like, a punk band that's been around for 30 years to actually go ahead and do. Um, mm. So they put out a, a, a stripped-down version of uh, Ghosts on the Boardwalk, so I've been vibing out to that one lately when they say reimagine what do they mean like do they go back and re-record the record with the different like no, mix so, or so what they or? do is they like kind of rewrite the songs they, they strip them down make them kind of acoustic-y oh um, cool 
stuff like that. And, you know, whereas the, the actual Ghost on the Boardwalk song is just a pretty much just a run-of-the-mill Bouncing Souls punk rock song. But this one mm-hmm. is just like just some acoustic guitars and some light drums and stuff. And it's slowed down a bit. Um, yeah, it's really cool. I like stuff like that. Okay, I think uh, we've been going on this way longer than I had anticipated. Um, well, we had to cover your ass for like a half an hour. I know. Some I'm host. S- <laughs> sorry. Hey, Ken, this is your uh, your first on the fucking flyer. It's with Ken well, and Kev. I kept talking. <laughs> I'm fine. Exactly. Exactly. This is why we're with a team. Some co-host. <laughs> we all know. We all know that I talked the most during this episode, and you knew that. You knew that going in. So. Can you imagine if it was one of those episodes where it was just me and you, Ken, and I just was like, I gotta go move a couch, and then you just sat there in silence. For... <laughs> <laughs> Ken, just, Ken, Ken just starts uh, doing a monologue about uh, TMR and stuff. He's like, remember, he's like, remember, <laughs> hey Ken, remember when we opened for Edema? I do remember that, Ken. That was fun. <laughs> He's like, he's like, it's like a one-man show. He's in a padded room screaming, "Birds are real! Birds are real! (laughs) Adima!" (laughs) Oh shit! Well, yeah, let's uh, let's wrap this up. Um, We we can even. Can I make a? Can I make a quick plug? Uh, I was just gonna ask, uh, Phil. You got anything? You got a plug? Oh my gosh, Kevin! Thanks for asking. Um, (laughs) I. I am giving uh, voice lessons uh, via either Zoom or FaceTime or whatever digital um, uh, thing you got. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're interested, uh, it's 20 bucks for a half an hour lesson. And uh, you can email me at philoreillymusic at gmail.com and we can set something up. I got six different students so far. Uh, it's in a wide range of what we're doing. We're doing folk tunes. We're doing pop punk songs uh i just had a lesson where we're learning in the end by lincoln park right on. uh and then tomorrow i'll be working with these two uh girls who are six and eight years old and we're doing uh colors of the wind oh wow so uh so it's a full range any styles all ages so just uh again phil o'reilly music at gmail.com twenty dollars for a 30 minute lesson fuck yeah and then of course uh you also have a. Uh little ep out as well i do yes thank you uh, uh i'm glad you remembered because nobody else does <laughs> uh but anyways i have a yeah uh just phil o'reilly on all the major streaming platforms o apostrophe r-e-i-l-o-y uh and uh the ep is flowers in a frame uh just a little three song acoustic ep i'm hoping to put out some new like full band rock singles by the uh by the turn of the year here but uh Yes, sir. For now, go check that out. Hell yeah. Ken, as you sip water, um, <laughs> are you quenched? Oh, that thirst is quenched. <laughs> are, you, are you clenched? <laughs> no. <laughs> Not at the moment. God, Ken, loosen up. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, what's, uh, plug all the TMR shit. Plugging it now. TMR. <laughs> I don't know what the plug. I've already talked enough TMR. Well, I mean, like this, this social media <laughs> handles and shit. 
You are such a great representative for your band. I, I, don't I already talk talked about... way too much about it. I don't want to talk about this shit anymore. <laughs> the Million Reasons on Facebook. The Mill Reasons on Twitter. Uh, the Million Reasons on Instagram. And yeah, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud. The whole shebang. It's all there. iTunes. I don't. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and then of course guardrail is uh, guard. Wow, voice crack. My balls guard finally dropped. My balls are finally dropping. Uh, maybe guardrail. I maybe I'll get laid this year. Hopefully. Um, uh, yeah, guardrail sucks at everything um, except Facebook is guardrail Chicago because Facebook doesn't like even the mildest cuss words. Um, <laughs> And then uh, follow my customer service Twitter, uh, Kevin underscore from underscore CS. See all the latest and greatest horrible things my customers say to me. And um, yeah, that's about it. New episode of SOL should hopefully be out next week. Um, it's, a, it's, it's a long one. We talked for almost two hours. So um, hopefully I'll have enough space on here for me to do another one of these this month. So we'll see. Um, other than that, yeah, check out the, the new guardrail song and pre-order that shit. Nice. Uh, heck yeah. Who'd you talk yeah. to on SOL again? Uh, I talked to Michelle and Caitlin from Out of Context Productions, ah. and they had a, a lot to say about just the, the current state of everything, you know? Um, That's great. And it was, it was real fun time it was the first time i'd seen them it was apparently the first time they'd seen each other since like march so oh wow um at least in person that's wild that is wild (laughs) wild outrageous all right y'all uh fellows nice of you to stop by thank you for having me boys i really appreciate it it was a lot of fun hell yeah all righty all right until next time until the next time Goodbye. Sweet Prince. This is the greatest and best song in the world. Tribute. Long time ago, me and my brother Kyle here. We was hitchhiking down a long and lonesome road. All of a sudden, there shined a shiny demon in the middle of the road. And he said, play the best song in the world. Or I'll eat yourself. Well, me and Kyle, we looked at each other. And we each said, okay. And we played the first thing that came to our heads. Just so happened to be the best song in the world. It was the best song in the world. Look into my eyes and it's easy to see. One and one make two, two and one make destiny Once every hundred thousand years or so when the sun doth shine and the moon doth glow and the dust doth grow 
beast was done. He asked us, Be you angels? And we said, Nay, we are but men. And the peculiar thing is this, my friends, the song we sang on that fateful night, it didn't actually sound anything like this song! This is just a tribute, you gotta believe it, and I wish you were there, just a matter of opinion. Wah, wah. It was like that.